This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. All right, we're back here on a beautiful look at sun is up at 7 a.m. There's just like about a week span where it just literally changes our view here in the morning. I mean, a month ago, right now, it was still dark out. Pitch black. Yeah. Now the sun is up. It looks like a beautiful day ahead. I know we got some rain tomorrow. I don't care. 50s and 60s. Are you kidding me? In the month of February? Uh, I will take it. Uh, All right. We have um, on this beautiful morning uh, a lot to cram into the next couple of hours. Uh, I'm sure Mark will have uh, more on that. Take number one to fall. Uh, (laughs) It's like you don't even want that spot. We'll take two maybe, right? Uh, and uh, we'll see, uh, UConn uh, losing to Creighton, so uh, I don't know what to think about this year's bracket. Uh, right now, we have uh, Clay Gerhardt in the studios. I, I want to go back to last Wednesday. <laughs> uh, and you acted like, oh, I don't remember. Uh, do you remember I asked, Nick? I, I said, uh, are you worried about the weather on Friday? And he, and he did that, oh, I got an airport move on us. Do you remember that flex? I remember that. Huh? Yeah. That was at the Wednesday models, and then it bumped up Thursday afternoon, and we were like, oh, boy, we're going to get, you know, up to five inches of snow. So we had to make some adjustments, but, yeah. Adjustments. You were right. I mean, you had to cancel and reschedule for the yeah, next yeah. week. You were right. I was wrong. There you go. There I, you go. I don't care about who was right or wrong. But there is, a, you have this airport thing, and, and it's like, oh, no, we got an airport. I've been to airports. A lot Tim of stuff Wright doesn't run right. And half on time. Uh, so anyway, so the, the, it's rescheduled for this Friday. Yeah, the job fair we moved that was supposed to be last Friday. We moved to this Friday, and that'll be to 3 to 6 p.m. at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center. And uh, this is an opportunity if you are a retired individual or you have a son, daughter, niece, nephew, grandchild, whatever, that is looking for a summer job. Uh, we will have all of our, our all of our departments represented there. So Splash Cove, the Devon, the Zoo, golf courses, park maintenance, everybody will be there. Uh, and you can talk to them, figure out where you might fit in best, and then they will help guide you through that application process. And this is really an exciting time for those you know first time sixteen uh, year olds that are just moving into the workforce because we take the time to sit down and, and fill out that what you know what can be an intimidating application. We uh, we have staff who sit down at the tables with them, help them get on the phone with mom and dad if they need an answer here and there so um, it's just a great opportunity to get those kids into our workforce so all right and, and what do you guys do to as far as outreach is concerned like I mean are you working with district 61 or anything I yeah. mean I, you know it's it's I think the old school way of, of you know coming to a job fair is probably alien to a lot of kids right. or, or not even in their uh, you know, in their world. Right. So what are you doing to make sure we get all kids there or, or you know, opportunities for everyone? Yeah. So Jamie Gower and his recreation team will work with uh, district 61 to go to the schools. I know Gabby cliff her aquatic supervisor. She is intentional about going to both MacArthur and, and Eisenhower to um, have a table or go at lunchtime and discuss with kids. So um, we definitely try to reach everybody we can, you know, this, this job fair started about three years ago and we weren't sure what to expect. It was the idea of one of our staff and it's, it's been amazing that we get 400, I think about 400 people through uh, on average to, to fill out applications. And again, that's not just kids. If you're a retired. How many jobs though are there? So in the summer, we add about 500 seasonal positions in the summer. Okay. So if you get 400 through and you hire everybody, you're still a hundred short. Absolutely. And not everybody gets hired for various reasons, or they just aren't a good fit for, for what reason or not. But uh, yeah, it's just, a, it's a good opportunity to come talk and talk to the different departments and figure out, you know, if you're a kid, what you want to do long-term in life, maybe we can set you up with something to, to give you an experience that'll move you forward. So. All right. I, I um, I, it just it's important to me because we've 
been working with Dr. Morris and, and we've had, you know, they were interns last summer, they're actually employees uh, right now. And, it, it, you know, I, I just, I feel like sometimes, and it's not just you guys, it's everybody, we just kind of ignore, not even intentionally, you know, just Absolutely. have to work triple hard to make sure we're getting in front of everybody. Right. It's hard to get the word out and not everybody's on Facebook quite, right? So, um, no, in fact, the kids aren't on it yeah, at they're all. They're not on. So Snapchat this is and everything the, else. The crazy know. thing about Facebook, and, and this conversation, I mean, it happens with everyone, you, you know. Um, people just don't understand preaching to their own choir. I mean, they, right. they, you know, the people who are following you on Facebook are already your, they know you, they right. already know about you. And it's a great way to talk to your people, meaning right. Devon ticket holders or, or whatever. There's so many other people out there and other ways to get to them. I think we all just need to constantly remind ourselves that it's, it's worth the effort. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Katie and our marketing team, you know, do all those other avenues with social media that the kids are into more these days. I mean, I'm not on TikTok or whatnot, but, uh, you know, other things, <laughs> reaching out to other areas and, and working with Dr. Morris and others. is, is Okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do to help on that yeah. end. Uh, when is the Wizard of Oz? I, yeah. I, is this something, I mean, have we talked about this before? Yeah, we have. Okay, we have. this so, is coming up March 15th. Yes, yes, and our arts team is super excited about this one. Um, you know, as our 100th anniversary, uh, this is one of the early uh, ways we kind of kicked that off, and uh, we've purchased a special set that's a professional set from Utah. Oh, um, yes, okay, now can, I remember. Yeah, kids can perform on, so... Right now, actually out at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, so uh, the kids can start to get the lay of the land on that. But uh, they have been rehearsing since January every single weekend, both Saturday and Sunday, uh, and they'll be doing that all the way up until the performances here in March. So huge dedication uh, by these kids. But we've got over 140 performers involved uh, that will be putting on The Wizard of Oz. So that starts March 15th. Uh, the first show's at 7 p.m. at the Decatur Civic Center. And then on March 16th, we've got two shows at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. And then March 17th, uh, we've got our last show, which is a matinee show at 2 p.m. Uh, and so tickets are just uh, $10 in advance and $15 at the door. Um, the other cool thing is we are going to uh, march in the St. Patrick's Day Parade, which is on March 16th. And the cast from Wizard of Oz are going to come decked out in their costumes. That's cool. And follow us. All 140 of them? Uh, a good portion of them. Maybe not all of them, but a good portion of Do them. Do we have the details on the St. Patrick's Day Parade? Did I see that on Naticator.com in the last week or so? You do. I, I, it's always kind of just arrives, uh, uh, and everybody's always like, oh, I didn't <laughs> – it just sort of comes fast, and it's like, it okay, that's in a couple of weeks. It does, and I think there's going to be another press release that comes out talking about our involvement in the St. Patty's 100th anniversary, so we'll look forward to that. But, uh, yeah, Wizard of Oz, just a tremendous uh, opportunity for kids to get is on Is it the same as it always – I mean, is, is the play itself the same as the story I know? Uh, yeah, I believe so, yeah. It was originally a book in 1900. No, no, I know. I mean, 1939. Right. I mean, I mean, but there was also then the Wiz, mm -hmm. and there's been several like you know other versions. I yeah. just didn't know what today in 2024 if the Wizard of Oz still looks like the movie. It is still very much like the movie. Okay. So. Um, I remember going to see the Wiz at the theater. Yeah, did some cool things with this with that set. You know, there's there's some robotic elements that the kids will be exposed to. We've got some really ornate uh, puppets that they'll be using as part of you know Toto and whatnot. So um, it's a cool experience for the kids and definitely giving them an elevated yeah. experience this year. That was a disclaimer, Nick. No dogs will actually be used or, or injured while. No
will be on stage. <laughs> no Toto. Well, there's no, a real Toto. Toto. <laughs> real Toto. Uh, all right. Uh, the announcement yesterday, and I, I know the mummies are coming up at the disc. Oh, the Civic Center. This The show is at the Civic Center. It is. Civic Center Theater. Yep. Um, have you thought about sort of, you know, now that you're doing a concert at the disc and, you know, you've got like opportunities or Milliken. Uh, have you thought about different venues as far as some of these things are concerned? Yeah, I mean, with with the Wizard of Oz and with our arts department, I mean, they, they they have special needs with you know having a scenery system where you can fly scenery and a special lighting system and things like that. So it's hard to replicate that environment. In oh, I don't know. Space. Just down the street, there's a pretty big building that does all that. The School of Theater and Dance on the campus well, of Millican yeah, University. Yeah, Millican, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. No, I just thought it would be cool. You know, Millican's always trying to get kids on campus. You, you know, this brings, you know, 140 kids and then all the parents and everything else in right. state of the art. I was just wondering if that yeah. would be a... a... We, we have we have explored other venues. I mean, we've looked at the Lincoln. We looked at the Masonic Temple when it was still um, going. Um, we need about a 500-seat theater is what fits with okay. the amount of parents. And, Makes sense. You know, kids and the amount of shows. And so, you know, you don't want to be a performer on stage performing. Like Kirkland, that has 2,000 seats. No, no, no. Three quarters of them are empty, right? Um, and I think Milliken with the new uh, Virginia Taylor, uh, I don't know if I got the name of that right, but the new theater they have there, um, I think it's a little smaller than that as well. And, you know, um, it's meant for different types of theatrical settings and, and, and different types of plays. So uh, right now the Civic Center works best for us, but we're also all, we're always open to other options. All right, $10 for tickets. Yep. Uh, advance sales, 15 yep. if you wait to buy it at the door. Absolutely. All right. Uh, the Mummies uh, at the disc, March 2nd. How's that going? Yeah, going really well. We're up to about 800, 900 tickets right now. Um, what so was your goal? Did you have we one? Were, our goal was 1,000, to hit 1,000 for the first show. Right? Okay. We've never done one at the disc. We wasn't sure what to expect. We just this week are hitting Milliken uh, a little bit harder to get the Milliken students uh, involved over there. So, um, yep, March 2nd starts at 7 p.m. Uh, everybody knows here come the Mummies. If you've been around Decatur, you've been to the Celebration, they've been to the um, Devon uh, Lecture Amphitheater in the last couple of years. So you know uh, the kind of music they play. It's the you know terrifying funk from beyond the grave, they call it. So, um, you know, a lot of rumors about these guys being studio musicians that they kind of dress up as mummies and come play on the weekends. But uh, I, I, as a musician, love the uh, the, the musicianship and just the, the music that they produce. Um, so it's going to be a fun time. So tickets are just $30 for general admission, uh, $39 you want to be in the pit. And then we do have a few VIP boxes available if you've got a business or somebody who's Now, what, what is that VIP? What does that mean? Yeah, so you get your, uh, very similar to the Devon. You get high tops, tables, and chairs. You get a personal bartender. You get a raised kind of elevated deck area so you can see a little bit better. Um, and it's just kind of your own private space to use as you as you see fit at the event. So, and, and then how many tickets does that come with? Uh, Twenty four tickets, uh, and again, you get a shared bar and uh, all kinds of other little perks that we'll add in as part of that VIP box experience. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, so do you, will you have like ropes? Oh yeah, for your box. I mean, like yeah. you know, where you just like oh yeah, take no. Keep Patrick Mahomes' brother out. Yep. Well, personal bouncer there at the gate. Nobody's in if you're not on the I like the private bartender. Right? Okay. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Mommy Summon Play Night, which we talked about last week. How do people sign up for that? Yep. Just call the disc uh, at uh, 429-3472. And this is a great time for uh, boys aged 4 to 12 to come with their moms and just enjoy a night of having fun at the disc. So uh, check-ins at 6 o'clock, pizza's at 630, and then you basically get to play from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, fee is just $35 a couple with uh, $15 for an additional child if you have one. So. Okay. This straight no chaser uh, was announced yesterday. I, I'm not, Nick, are you familiar with this? Uh, Lindsay was thrilled. Alcapella group. Yeah. Right? A bunch of them too. Like, I think there's like eight, nine or 10 uh, from the videos that I've seen. Yeah. It's, 
It's not my wheelhouse, but certainly a name that I look, oh, there's something. That's a nice get. They have, um, well, two gold certified albums, over yeah. 1.5 million concert tickets sold, over a billion streams on Pandora. So I, I, it's interesting to me because like, I don't have any familiarity with it at all, but clearly a ton of people do. Yeah, yeah. Social media was blowing up yesterday. Folks are very excited. Uh, Straight No Chaser coming on July 28th to the Devon Lake Shore Amphitheater. So that's been our latest uh, concert announcement. All right. So tell me about just overall, and we'll talk about tickets. But, uh, what, what's the mood look like right now? I mean, I know it's been kind of tough. Dealing with artists is always tough. I, yeah. I mean, you know, they just they just do things differently. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, getting them to start on time and do whatever and, and uh, you know, People got a little preview of that with L. King, you know, here at the Devon before she did it at the Grand Old Opry <laughs> for Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, so you get all that, but but there's still a lot of stuff still kind of hanging out there. Yeah, there's a lot of big offers we put back uh, in all the way back to October and some even back to June of last year that we are still waiting here on. And it just seems like artists are later and later uh, as they put together their summer plans and kind of confirm everything. And, you know, we, we oftentimes are kind of a routing stop between venues of you've got somebody going from Missouri to Indiana and they've got a couple days in between that that they'll look at how we can fit in so often we put offers in with multiple date options uh and it's kind of up to the artist to decide what works for them and then you know does the, the the dollar amount work or do we need to have a discussion on that so and entertainment's is costing more so trying well, to balance all that out you know I, I think it's just getting back to what it was or, or am i wrong about that i mean like the, there was a lull during covid and people then didn't get to perform then they wanted to perform and now it just sort of feels like it's Back. I think I think this the the rates are going to continue to increase because a lot of times artists are becoming more self sufficient. They're changing um, representation. Venues are also coming on board and going off board, so the landscape hasn't settled. Uh, but to Clay's point, if you go to uh, sncmusic.com, which is Straight No Chasers website, and you look at their tour list, yeah, you see they're doing Canada. And then they come into Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, and then they go to Florida, South Carolina, more Florida. This worked out. And then sometimes it, it takes that to get them into your range to be able to make it happen when it happens. So uh, cool routing. They got a here. whole bunch of guys. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm watching it with no sound. How's that for judging a band? <laughs> I'm just talk yeah. to you. It's a cool video I'm looking at. Uh, all right. So your season ticket holders are, are clearly cool with you filling in the blanks. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had season ticket holder meetings last week and everybody, it, it, it's not atypical, right? The the first season of Devon, when we sold season tickets, we didn't have any of the season lined out and right. everybody just bought into it because they knew it was going to be a great thing. And so uh, we've, we've rolled out the shows that we've got so far. We've kind of given them some sneak peeks of what might be coming. Um, but you know, we're just, we're just waiting to wrap out the season and, you know, we remind ourselves as staff that we sometimes get antsy this time of year, but some of those bigger shows and bigger names we've had have fallen in our lap in late March, early April, all the yeah, way I the summer. I, I hope you, you there's a couple that I hope you get, uh, <laughs> and I, I'm really rooting for that because I, I think, well, anyway, I, I hope you <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned. All right, so uh, Devin Tickets. Yep. You have uh, Skillet and Craig Morgan going on sale this Friday. Yep, Skillet and Craig Morgan, we, we announced recently, and they'll be going on Friday uh, at 10 a.m. Uh, tickets will go on sale then. Um, and Skillet uh, will be performing on June 6th with special guest uh, Icon from Hire, which is from Decatur. Uh, Skillet is a 12-time platinum and Grammy-nominated rock band, and they'll provide you with a night of fun. Uh, you know, sure to enjoy that. So Skillet's kind of got a, a 
interesting crossover. You know, they're rock and then they got some Christian sides of them. So um, they kind of uh, they, they, they appeal to a broad audience. So uh, we're excited to uh, to get Skillet. And then uh, Craig Morgan and Drew Baldridge will be here the following night. June 7th, uh, which is right before the boat races on June 8th. On June 8th and 9th. All right. Good lineup. Uh, We appreciate it, Clay. Have a great day. Uh, Have a great show uh, on Friday. Hope you get lots of kids uh, out and uh, get employees for the summer. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.